There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. You guys, this is Matt. We have two shows coming up in November, and they are real gags, people. On November 7th, we are part of New York Comedy Festival. We're so excited. Bowen and I are pumped to bring Coach War and I Don't Think So Honey Deathmatch to the villain stage in Brooklyn on November 7th. This is going to be two teams. One, Team Matt. Another, Team Bowen. Boo. And they're going to be going head-to-head to find out which team can deliver the best I Don't Think So Honey. This is a head-to-head deathmatch tournament competition. And Bowen and I are going to be captaining two teams. We have an amazing blue ribbon panel we're going to be revealing very soon. It's going to be very good. November 7th, Cold War, New York Comedy Festival. Tickets on sale now. And then... Back to basics, bitch. On November 18th, we're going to bring in our our third edition, can't believe it's been three times, of I Don't Think So Honey Live. 50 comedians all killing it on the stage. You in the audience getting your laugh on, getting your gig, getting someone's phone number. I think a show is a really good place to meet someone. It's like you're having a good time. You don't have to talk about shared interests. You can talk about the show. It's happening right there. I don't know. I think it might be a good idea. So come as a single person or come with a new date. But either way, come to either show or both. We have Coach War on November 7th at New York Comedy Festival and I Don't Think So Honey Live, Brooklyn Podcast Festival on November 18th. 
Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Snack a snack a roo roo. We have several different snacks out in front of us today, and let's say what they are. Please, we have a Pepperidge Farm favorite, but underrated Santa Cruz. It's a deep cut, it's oatmeal raisin, and honestly, I'm gonna say something. Go. Maybe it's because I'm not a cookie person, but I prefer oatmeal raisin over a chocolate chip. Bitch, I always prefer oatmeal raisin Thank over you. chocolate chip. Thank you. I didn't chip. know this. If I had it my way, chocolate chip would be banished. Yes. I feel that oatmeal raisin is the only cookie. Legalize oatmeal raisin. I don't want chocolate chip coming in, think walking into the club no. thinking it's the shit. No. Oatmeal raisin is the unsung Heroine. Do, are you, do you really believe this? Yes. Or are you, are you tickling me? I'm not. Why would I? I didn't know this about you first You of all. didn't know this about me? No. I'm an oatmeal raisin bitch. I'm an oatmeal raisin bitch for life. Have been since the, since a young age. Since I think this jump. is what connects us. Since the fucking jump. Okay, what talk else about, we have? Talk about the variety of this candy we Here have. we go. I mean, M&M's, an, a cultural institution. We've got yeah. pretzel. We've got crispy. What's the difference? Um, they're subtle. And of course. The classic milk chocolate M&M. Now, I had the idea before we started to... Um, Empty out all the the pack the packages and put them on the table and do a little taste test. And game. we we would go and pick from the M and M's and we wouldn't know what we were getting a pretzel, a crispy, or a milk chocolate. Shapes give it away though. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Between oh. the pretzel and the crispy, it's like those are tough, but the milk ones are just little flat flat discs. I guess you're right. I mean, I guess my plan wasn't so good. Also, where are we putting these M and M's? There's no bowl to speak I don't know. Up. We're not talking about a very big table here, guys. <laughs> We're not talking about a very big table. We're talking about a small table with three, count them, three people sitting at it. And you know that I'm Matt Rogers, and you know that's Bo and Yang, but who is the third person? Who could it be? Could it be one of our chicas? Our chicas! <laughs> when I saw her today, I said, my chica! You did. You did say that. HPJ is ch- chortling over there. HPJ got us some gorgeous Pinot Grigio. Tell, from say the brand. Regalato. Regalato. It's a it's a Venetian. It's a Pinot Grigio delle Vignette. I'm I don't, take I, don't, a, I, I haven't tried it yet, so I'm going to do a small sample. Look, I'm butchering my Italian, but this is a true. Ooh, very dry. Very, it's very dry. I was saying it's dry, which I like. And normally I don't like dry wines. Okay, like here we go. Pinot Grigios Speaking of Italy, are, famously, this yeah. Italian. Goddess is with us tonight. Let's let's t- let's tell the guests who she is. Let's talk about credits. You may uh, be hearing this iconic voice um, on the podcast "How to Be a Beefy Lady," and Ooh. this is an independent podcast. There bitch. you go. Now this is this is a untethered, untethered podcast. That means the podcast has the sky's the limit. Sky's the fucking limit and blares her own box. Now you've seen oh, her, not just heard her. You gave away the name, you stupid bitch. I'm sorry. You've seen her, not just heard her on MTV's Ladylike. And, you know, if you happen to be in Montreal in July, you might have caught her on stage as one of Just for Laughs' new faces in the stand up category. Ooh, she. Which she, some would say is the premier category. The premier category. She really. She's, 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 a, she's a good one. She's a good one, and she just literally broke our hearts, actually, by saying that she was moving to flying LA. away and going to L.A. But I'm happy that we got her in the studio before she makes the big move. Oh, yeah, And she looks unreal. Okay, and we're going to talk about this look. Yes. Here we go. Guys. <laughs> Welcome, Blair Saki! Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you what a fucking thrill. Oh, my God, Blair. Listen, this is a thrill for us. It's a thrill for us. 
I mean, if anyone has ever been on the internet or heard anything I've ever said or <gasps> seen one of my Instagram stories, <laughs> they know that I'm a fucking freak for Matt and Bowen. Oh, uh, we're you, a freak for We're Bear. a freak for you. And I remember uh, probably my favorite part of I Don't Think So Honey, the second one, was literally looking over and seeing Christy Cello and Blair Saki like laughing and living and giggling and, and moaning and foaming. I gotta tell you, Blair's Instagram story from that night yeah, was like, that was lit. I felt like a fucking st- You are! I, I'm gonna bring this, I'm gonna make this about me. She like, was like selfieing him from the mirror at, in her room being like, on my way! <laughs> like, it was, like it was the goddamn Kevin Hart concert. Yes, the concert, the Kevin Hart concert. You know, he performs in the stadium. You guys are my Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, I have a night off, <laughs> and I am putting on my best dress to go sit on the floor No, and see these gorgeous men. But you know Blair slayed it at the first live show, too. Slayed it. Slayed it. Slayed it. And speaking of gorgeous dresses, you're wearing... Uh, a romper? The, no. Is it a romper? No. no it's, it's a just, dress. It's just a, a little, shift. It's a, a, it's shift. a shift. Is this a shift? A long sleeve. What's the difference between a shift and a and a, and a you know a regular? Shift to me is a straight oh. Um, cut. Oh, a straight, straight cut. cut. See, yeah. what I love about this, and it's what color would you call that? Because I'm uh, famously colored. Of the, of the flowers or the salt of the background. The background. The background. I'm gonna say is navy. A, I'm gonna even go further and say it's a bondy blue. It's Woo! a deep blue with purple tones, and it's rich and gorgeous. <laughs> and it has orange flowers on it. And orange. And you know what? I'm gonna say. Um, Mandarin tangerine flowers. Ooh. I was gonna go tangerine too. Yes, yeah. it's a deep orange. And Thank I you. and now this is for a special occasion. There's gonna be a date tonight. <laughs> but you know what? I think this is a perfect blend of the fall and the spring. Thank you so much. Because we're saying goodbye to the summer, and you know what? I am fucking so happy about it. Um I will I will reserve I'll, I have some reservations about that. But okay. just really quickly before we move on from Blair's Blair's look, um, it's the perfect middle ground between this is a straight up capital D date look, or this is just my everyday wear, and I think you nailed it, Blair. Thank you so much. I wanted to show my collarbone, uh, yes, but yeah. also have a little loose, you know, casual. Yeah, and you're gonna be very comfortable in it too. Oh yes, absolutely. And that's and go. that's what's most important. You never want to when you're on a date, and mm. I actually I literally haven't gone on a date, and I think oh neither have I years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like you never want to be like distracted by anything. No. I feel like you need to be very present, and you don't want to be distract- distracted by what you're wearing or feel shitty about what you're wearing. Yeah, and it's important to pick the right thing to wear. And truly, um, for gays out there, I will say, listen up, gays. You will never be <laughs> fully prepared for a date because you will probably not have access to a bidet before and I will never feel fully prepared for a date unless I have a clean hole and most of the time I don't and that's just right, right there for you it's the, it's an asymptote it's a limit you will never reach that ideal and just live with that and that's what I'm saying and that's and I'm sorry to make this about Oh asses. no I feel <laughs> the same way obviously it's not the exact same No please but if I am thinking Okay, something is gonna get in here tonight. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll go into the bathroom and I'll I'll do a little cleanup. Yeah. See what's happening. Right, right. Some soap and water. Love it. Yeah. I'll walk out. A hair toss. I feel ready to go. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Honestly, for me, it's like if you go to the lengths of like a full excavation, which is like sometimes like what we do. Full excavation. Sometimes that in and of itself 
even if the date is not going great, like you will see it through because you put the work in. A hundred percent, I can't imagine. No, yeah. that's just like I mean, if you spent an hour getting ready, and I also realize that many women like this is just part of getting ready at sure, all. Sure, sure. Like it's it's just oh, yeah. part of the gig. Yeah. But like, if I spend an hour on specifically an area, yeah, it's like I would like the area to be like seen. Sure. While it looks so good, well, I'm just bringing that up as to illustrate that like you will most likely never reach that ideal so don't be too precious about how you're how you're presenting yourself or or worrying about anything on a date so i'm just saying yeah. i'm just saying that dates blair agree disagree i mean no this is so stupid and basic what? dates are dates are bad oh i don't like do you enjoy dating well here's the thing i had you know a very private breakup uh-huh. um this year <laughs> and um and so then i did take <laughs> Not seven, eight, but nine months of dating. Love it. Um, you know, which in contrast to the other partner who was a, you know, day turnover. And he, oh, okay. Was no. A one oh, day turnover. Horrible. My, Jesus. everyone, I was looking, the, the days looked that much longer, but you know, I need an incubation period. Yep. Yeah. So I recently just started dating again mm-hmm. a month ago great. and now it's great. And I think before that, I was thinking, I don't want to do this at all. Very closed off. Yep. And then my therapist was like, you need to think about dating again because it's going to get to be such a big thing in your head that it's going to be <gasps> scary. And you just need to treat, treat it casually like you're just meeting someone new and learning about them. Yeah. Um, oh, that's huge. So, yeah, now I've been being real casual, just enjoying no pressure type uh, thing. Yeah. I love that. See, I went through something similar where I went through a breakup as well. And I, like, my right away was to be very social right away. Mm-hmm. But ne- And I don't mean, like, dating. I just mean, like, social. Yeah, yeah. Like Going sure. out and doing things. And his experience with the breakup was different. Like, he wanted to, like, really, like, be introspective. Um, and so now it's at the point where he is going out and seeing people right. now, and I'm kind of like in the phase where it's like, actually, I'm going to be a monk for the next six months. Of oh, this yeah. So it's flipped. So it's flipped, and now I'm like, huh, mm. I don't know how I feel. Sure. So now, because like it is a thing. It's like that's it's it's so much more than thinking about how do I feel. It's also you do compare yourself a little bit to the other person and their rebound rate. Right. A hundred percent. And I, because that was like such a public thing and it was like, oh, OK, um, it made my uh, way more obvious. But uh, that I <laughs> no, I don't. Obviously, right. I'm actually very introverted. Like I love to stay at home, which makes it very hard to yes. be a comedian every mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. But same, um, same. I love to binge watch lock up the doors yes binge watch till death and (laughs) just like (sighs) never the only contact i have with people is through text yes yes i love that i i feel that to be honest with you lately i've been feeling the same way yeah like i i feel like my days of going out and doing like five or six shows like a week which i I know with stand-ups it's like a lot more yeah you'll go out and gig like three shows a night Mm -hmm. yeah regularly maybe too much honestly like i feel like (laughs) Especially, like, in the UCB scene, which is, like, where I'm in, and Bowen is, like, dip, dips his toe in, and, like, mm-hmm. in for some time. I've dipped my toe. Dipped his toe. <laughs> but, like, with, like, you get so, it gets to be so much. Now, whenever I go over there, it's, like, I really enjoy being there, but you never know who you're going to see. I think with this last DCM, I kind of realized, like, oh, my, like, it's not even social anxiety. It's just, like, I'm so tired socially. I yes. really would rather be home now. Our lives are exhausting. Shows. Yeah. 
I tell that to my friends who are like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm staying in. I'm so fucking boring. And I'm like, <laughs> our lives are exhausting. I need one day a week, 24 hours silence. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. Yes. I feel yes. so much better about it. Yeah. I, and then maybe you get something done for yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what I've been doing, guys? And it's what? sad. First thing in the fucking morning, I'll brush my teeth and I'll, and I'll like splash water on my face. Thank God. <laughs> I will go straight to that $600 gaming laptop and wait for a fucking dungeon or a raid mm-hmm. on this online RPG, Final Fantasy XIV. You are a video gamer. Job. I'm a gamer, but I'm not. I will never fucking play an Overwatch because I don't want to fucking deal with more shitty people on the fucking internet than I have to. Oh, my God. Overwatch? haven't even played it, but I just hear horror stories about the culture and the people, and I hope they all fucking get a life. I wish I knew what it was, but we know. I don't know. But Hopper, Hopper producer Joe's laughing because he agrees. I have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No, you have my, my full oh my support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, you have to deal with. Uh, Thank you. Like, you're, you have to deal in your time the way you deal. Yeah. I think for me, like, I'm trying to find, like, a new, I guess, like, hobby. Because for me, the way I feel that alone time is a lot of, like, being on Facebook mm-hmm. or, like, being. On like Twitter, I noticed like, you reading a lot more. You're reading a lot more. Well, I have been reading some books, yes. but 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 you've been reading interviews. You've been quoting interviews. You've been really <laughs> dredging, not dredging. You've been scraping all this gorgeous, delicious social drippings. These social drippings. Well, yeah, I guess like I try to like keep up to date with what's going on in the world, but also like at the end of the day, like you're still sitting on your couch on your laptop. You know what I mean? Like Fine, I wish I I wish I like enjoyed. Some, do you enjoy something that you? Oh would... well, you know when I was in the just the trenches of humiliation and despair, where I was like mm. my friends were texting me like "Don't kill yourself." Oh my god! And I was oh, like, Lord. okay, I won't. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> I started <laughs> going to yoga every mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. and. Um, it was hilarious because, you know, I'm not, that's not me. <laughs> and so, Still not you? No, it's me now. Oh, great. Um, but you found your own way of enjoying it. I did. Well, I was just like, okay, I got to show up for this every day and, you know, maybe. And then it, I, it really helped me. Oh, my God. Not to get serious, but I get started serious. believing God again. There wow. you go. Come oh, on. what a roller coaster. I love it. No, for it's real. It's been back and forth one million times. Uh-huh. All my friends are always like, yeah, we're afraid you'll end up in a cult. Um, Stop. And would it even be that bad if you did? Okay. <laughs> it depends on the cult. It truly depends, depends on, the cult. on the cult. No, I'm not born again now, even though I did decide to believe in God again. Um, because now I'm too old and too wise to know that I am too mischievous to be a part of an organization. But that is, but no, but that's beautiful. <laughs> too mischievous to be part of an too organization. Too mischievous. I think that's that might be the title. The of that. title is too, <laughs> too mischievous. <laughs> no, it's too mischievous to be part of an organization. Maybe we'll see. We'll cut it's it long, down. Long, but um, we'll talk. But Blair, I think <laughs> I don't think that is. I don't think that's a bad thing that you found this by yourself and it's all coming from within and it's it doesn't have to be maybe eventually it will be but it, right now it doesn't have to be validated by other people it's just yours and that is huge and that is beautiful but how did you come to that um i don't know i think when you're in such pain yeah and you're just like i didn't even know like i 
when I'm in a relationship, I'm a hundred percent in, and I have mm-hmm. such like um, I'm really traditional in the way that I forget that I am. Uh-huh. I was just so in love and mm. all this stuff, and so when you're that heartbroken, you don't realize you're like, oh fuck, like who am I? Yeah, right. You know. So then it just started from that, and then all that. these I journaled so much. Mm. Yeah. Um, I started meditating. Yes. A fucking zen bitch. Huge. Yeah. Meditation. I mean, yeah, people in my life that I've been close to that have been going through something hard, they swear by it. They tell me all the time that it would be good for me. Ooh. That and probiotics. Yeah, ah! and honestly, though, <laughs> one step at a time. One step at a time. I can't be a kombucha drinking meditator. <laughs> oh, you'll get God, there. so weird. <laughs> all my friends are like, you're fucking weird. You're a weird <laughs> fucking yoga virgin. Yeah. And I was like, I know, but this is just what's happening and like if I can get up another day it's good I would like start crying and also I was like bombing all winter too before I could like get my act because I couldn't go back to my regular jokes right and then so I had to put together a new act you know I'd be crying before I walked on stage yeah just it was wild but also because it went through it so hard it came out of it quick too yeah Cause I did, I just went full in. I noticed that, and even I think you and I were at the Jane one night for Greta's show. Oh, I think I was very much still going through it then. But, but you, I was like really just like, I was just really like really blown away by like, just you. I mean, you were. I, I walk into that beautifully lit room, dimly lit room. You're sitting there on this like velvet upholstered couch <laughs> with a glass of white wine, and I'm like, Blair. Like that is this is you and top. Four. It was a vision, and it was a vision. And then you talked to me about you know what you're going through and how it still felt fresh. And I was like, okay, but look at you now. Like this is not going to be. I'm mean, I'm sure it was challenging. Yeah, I yeah, was like, yeah. This is not going to be what like destroy ruins you. It never would have been. But yeah, like, yeah. That like I, I was like no like Blair is like fine. But okay, I'm I'm curious about this. Okay, belief in God is it is it certain is it a certain like um. Is it a, under a certain sort of religion? Is it like a Christian denomination? Denominational no, thing? no, nothing now. Right. Well, you know what? I used to say universe, uh-huh. and I was like, that's now fucking more corny than saying the word the God. God. I, yep. I think you're right. <laughs> I think that you're right. But to me, it is universe, but now I say it's God. It's something. And um, not to, not to bring her beliefs in this, but I always find this so cool and refreshing. Christy, Christy, yeah, Christy back into this yep. is just is Catholic and is just so open about her beliefs and is yet also like a mischievous little little thing. Yeah, like, she is. is so funny and so herself. Like, do you guys have conversations about this ever or no? Yeah, no, we've talked about it a lot. And like, she's invited me to church with her and stuff, and I'm just like, it's not for, church sure, isn't for right. me. Yeah. Or it's whatever. a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we no, we talk about it all the time and yeah. stuff. Like, I think that was my whole. I I was raised Catholic too, and so that was my whole thing where I. Anything I do, I'm always like kind of all or nothing. Right. And now that comes with age that you find your own way that you're not, everything's not all or nothing. And so I'm not Catholic at all, even though like Italian, it's so whatever. But now I just pray all the time and I feel great. And, you know, I don't really know who I'm praying to. Right. It doesn't doesn't (laughs) matter. It's it's almost like an organization of thought, I think. Yes. Yes. And also, was it Roman Catholic that you were raised? Yes. I was also. So where are you from originally? Remind us and the viewers. Orange County, California. There you go. Hello. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. 
Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. So I guess this would be a good time to ask ask this question then. So we're going to ask you the question, Blair, that we ask all of our guests, Mm -hmm. which is really the central question of Las Culturistas, Mm. which is what was the culture that shaped you, a young Blair Saki, to become the 
Blair Saki of now. Like it could be a movie, television shows, um, music, something like cultural or like any situation that you went through that you feel like made you who you are today. Or even it can even be like Orange County as a neighborhood or as like a culture or anything that like you feel has an overarching has had an overarching effect on you now. Okay, a few things. So I grew up in Orange County. Um, at the beach, I was like a competitive surfer. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Unbelievable. I love. I knew this. Uh, <laughs> I did not know which that. Which to me now just sounds hilarious. Very so Blue Crush. Cool. Blue oh, Crush. Blue Crush, one of my favorite movies. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Kate Bosworth. Oh, okay. She had to put on 20 pounds of muscle to play that role. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, Joe, that fucking bitch. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> So surf, and then there's absolutely um, Orange County. This gorgeous, gorgeous Sims game is um, <laughs> a culturally barren place. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous Sims game. It is. <laughs> so I found uh, my way through a few different things. Um, one. Gwen Stefani. Yes, she is someone go. that's never been mentioned on this show, actually. Out of Anaheim, California. Yes. There you go. My God, my truth. Um, also, cryogenically frozen woman who ages backwards. It's she's unbelievable. Almost, almost 50 years old. And also, she is very similar, I think, to like Pink, where like something about that, they just keep putting out music that's like relevant. You know what I mean? Like, her last album was, like, pop in the way that, like, it feels like pop now. But you forget that, like, I don't know what happened. Like, maybe she was just, like, peace out on my solo career or, like, the second album didn't do as well as the first solo album. But that first solo album... um, Oh, Love Angel Music Baby? Love Angel Music Baby. Still ahead of its time. That was defining. Still ahead of its time. Of course, there was the Harajuku Girls. Of course, we have the Harajuku Girls. (laughs) Here we go. As an Asian person, I will say that, like, listen, like... I mean, of course, like blatantly, like on like on paper, it is like appropriation and it sucks. But I was just like, this is so cool that like she has these people and she's like referencing and paying tribute to this thing. I still think part of Harajuku Girls, you know, as a single and then as it sort of overarches in the in that album, mm-hmm. was kind of a tribute in a way. I mean, it sucks. I think she meant it as one, and it sucks. Like she thought she could get away with like turning her R's into L's in some parts of that song. Like, that is bullshit. But that album, I thought, was very cool. It was a way to surface Asians in this way that was not, like, kung fu bullshit. Like, it wasn't, like, that kind of, like, hackney thing. It was, like, oh, no, these people, like, influence fashion and culture and all these things. So was it her, like, part of No Doubt, though? Like Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Since day one. Um... Tragic Kingdom, my yep. first CD. Mm, that's a good first CD. It was my first CD <laughs> so that defining, I listened yeah. to in on my stereo in my room with the door closed. Just wild. I couldn't believe her beauty. I couldn't believe her crop tops Sorry. and baggy pants. Like, and just everything about her, I was like, I will die if I ever have abs like that. <laughs> yeah, she's crazy how fit she is. Uh, yeah. Everything about her, I just thought she was the coolest. Yep. Um, and then besides that, I, um, my brothers, I wanted everything to just sh- do anything they did. So I was very involved in sports, and I had um, how many brothers? I had two older brothers, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't let me 
hang out with them a lot. Mm-hmm. So my mom would take me to the San Juan Capistrano Public Library, <laughs> and I would check out the maximum three-week um, <laughs> amount of yes, books. you maxed out. I read all 64 Nancy Drew books at the San Juan Public oh, Library. Yes. <laughs> That's so great. I love that. So Nancy Drew, Nancy Gwen Stefani, Drew. and the Ladies of Blue Cross. Yes! That is you. Yes. I love that. That's great. That And that makes, that all triangulates for you to so To a cool well. fucking person. Oh, thank you very much. Because I also, I just have to also throw in, I would be completely remiss, um, TLC. Oh, yeah. of course. Of course. Second CD. Saw them at in Anaheim yes. at the Honda Center. Oh, my God. First oh concert. My God. Oh yeah, my God. they were, and also, I think they kind of get lost because Destiny's Child kind of were like the defining girl group sure. after that. Because I, but like. People forget, like, the children have forgotten. Children have forgotten. How amazing TLC was. Crazy, sexy, cool. It's yeah. just top to bottom, brilliant. And even fan mail, even their second album is like... Oh, I like fan mail Oh, I fucking love fan mail. Oh. And also I listen to Crazy, Sexy, Cool once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I just so thought good. of one more and that's... Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. Oh, great. That's so funny. On our last episode... Was it last episode? It was last episode. The Jagged Little Pill was... um. Was also mentioned. Incredible. Yeah, little pill, Mike Kelton. Yeah. Um, Mike Kelton. Um, that. Mike Kelton. Yeah, this and like that makes so much sense because, and Mike brought this up, and I want to see what you think about this. Like she was intelligent about like her pain because she turned it into something. She probably wasn't this girl that was like actually screaming at people and like making a scene. She probably, and I think she is in interviews. Like Alanis Morissette is like a pretty seems a pretty introverted quiet yeah. person yeah. but then when you listen to her album you would think oh this person is like angry angry and probably a lot to deal with but then you see interviews with her and it's just like this very kind of like plaintive she dialed it up she dialed it up yeah yeah. 100% agree <laughs> yeah also my mind every day is blown that you ought to know is about none other than Dave, Dave Poulier yeah I didn't know that Uncle you Joey know on that? Full House yeah he was. the song was about him like Strongly, allegedly. Oh my god! I I don't know how everyone came to this conclusion. She might have said it at some point, or maybe <gasps> he might have alluded to the fact that it was him. But they apparently dated like in Canada, oh my and god. she was young, like really young, mm-hmm. and she went down on him in a theater. Apparently, oh of my course god. she did. She's a fucking. She's the. You're the queen. You're the queen. If you hear this, she is the queen. Oh. Wow, you got the, you have a lot of '90s queens on that list. I do, and like. I feel for them the same way I did when I was that age. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel the same way my stand-up, like, if someone saw me on stage, they would think I was a completely different person than Mm -hmm. I am. Than you are in real life. I'm a full opposite person. But that's that's kind of a healthy way to compartmentalize it in a lot of ways. Right? It's like... Well, if that's... I was just going to say, if that's true, then I fucking step out there the same way I am when I'm not... Same. I like that that too, though. No, but it's it's like a whole different kind of art. You know what I mean? Like, it's so different. Right. Um, It's so interesting. Like with like like a Joe Para, for example. Mm. I don't really know Joe on a personal level. And like, I don't really know what he's like. Yeah, who knows what he's like. What he's like, like you know, in reality, quote unquote. Oh, right. But I feel like that's another example where it's like, maybe it's like a totally diametrically op- like opposite thing. But I mean, I I find that to be like, I'm jealous of people who can do that, Blair. Like people like you who are like able to like flip something. Well, to me, I don't feel like I'm flipping something because that's a very real part of myself. Mm. That's just never expressed anywhere else. And for some reason, like when I sip on the stage, because I am really 
very laid back uh-huh. and like you know i'm usually a beta with people like uh-huh. in your personal these, life yes yeah. and then when i get on stage that's the person that i feel and that's yeah. what it is which is larger than life it's a re- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's not you know that's really the mostly the only time I feel that way. That's so and cool. I bet that a lot of and that's interesting that a lot of like your idols I feel like would say the same thing because like I don't know what Gwen Stefani is like in person but she can't possibly be anything like she is on stage because she's so wild on stage. Right. Yeah. I ha- I remember my cousin like was like into like only like Jack Johnson type music like very surfy type music and he was like kind of like a broy like high schooler and they went to go see Gwen Stefani in concert off the solo album mm-hmm. and he said it was the best concert that he had ever gone to I'm uh. sure and then I was like maybe he's just going to a lot of boring concerts and this is the only <laughs> good one he's ever seen like a fun one but like I think the kid went to a lot of concerts and like she put on a real fucking show apparently what do we think of the fact that she's like is she, is she getting married to, to Blake Shelton Okay, this is what I think. Tell me what you think. Okay, so after... (laughs) She spun in the chair. She's excited to share this this thought. After you deal with someone that's so fucking squirrely... Yeah, Gavin. You go the other way to some what you think of as like a real man of like some sort of cowboy and stuff. Even though Blake has had like three divorces... He seems like this amiable. He's extremely likable. It's like I want to not like him, but also I'm so happy that she's got like this rebound. She's really happy with this fucking. You listen to me right now. <laughs> this fucking famous dude banging the nanny thing is so trite. It's so crazy. Fuck you. You're boring. Yeah. Uh, these fuck nannies that come out of nowhere. It's like the new fuck buddy. The fuck nanny. The fuck nanny. It's like. All of a sudden, it's, I think it started with like Jude Law. Jude Law did right? it, of course. And, and they all have the prettiest wives. Yeah, yeah Sienna yeah. Miller was his wife. You don't get more gorgeous than no, that. No, you don't. Insane, insane. I remember being heartbroken when that happened because I was obsessed with Jude Law, and I was like, he's getting a divorce. He must be miserable. But also, he, fuck him for fucking the nanny. Oh, you know <laughs> how charming he is that he's a sociopath. Like, you don't get yeah. to be that charming <laughs> and also <laughs> not be a sociopath, an mm. unfeeling sociopath that oh my could God. just charm. He could fucking. Charm of Green God's Goblin. Yeah. Oh, my he, Green God's Goblin. He was also in the <laughs> remake of that movie, Alfie. Alfie, which was... Yeah, which is so... Sorry, like Starring, starring Jane Krakowski and Susan Sarandon. And Nia Long. And Nia Long was in yeah. that. <gasps> Nia Long Nia needs Long. to be in more shit. Nia Long also has an age of day in decades. Nia Long is cryogenically frozen also, yep. and also I think she's a... Another one of these, another Neil Long, another uh, Megan Good. Megan Good is literally. I could she's got to be almost forty, and I could stand to watch her in literally everything. Yeah. Oh my god, the charisma, she's the yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. actually. You know what? She, no matter what she's doing, always seems cool. Ugh. Ever since Cousin Skeeter, a hundred, like yep. I, so cool all the time, and also I feel like she is one that. Like, you always are like, she'll be, she'll, don't worry, she'll always be around, but it's got to be hard for her. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? To get parts. It's got to be hard for her because, you know, all the black actresses that are her age and, like, her, like, there was all that, like, th- there was that story when Gabrielle Union won, like, she won, like, ugh, like, Essence Woman of the Year. Okay. And she gave a speech and it was, it kind of went viral where she was like, it's amazing to be standing standing up here right now because everyone in this room, every woman in this room, whenever you succeeded, 
I hated you. Like whenever you booked a part, I cursed you behind your back. And that was the way I lived my life for 15 years. And then I had to really, someone said something to me and they said, like, they put me straight. And I really had like a two year period where I had to like sit with myself and say, why can't I celebrate other women? And honestly, part of it is because the industry makes you fight for that, a certain amount of it. spots. That's it. But also, it's 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 like that. Cr- what that creates is like a true hatred and competitiveness. Like she said that she was up for the the Kerry Washington role in the Shonda Rhimes and scandal. scandal show, uh, Olivia Pope, which. Mm-hmm. I am a faithful watcher of Scandal. Yes, <laughs> but I—I I mean, she would have been incredible. She would have been incredible, great. but great. I think I think Taraji P Henson was also up for it. That's the thing; every black actress was up yeah. for it because the, it was a black role. And I think so. Maybe that's what she was probably saying in that speech, right? Is that that's just the, she was like, "That's the reality. Yeah. We all go for the same stuff, and every time you guys got something and I didn't, I was mad. But you know what? We've turned. We have to. It's not that we have to hate each other we have to start hating the reality and fighting against the reality and that was like the crux of the speech but she was saying like she came that close to booking olivia pope but everyone knew that was like kerry washington's part because like just the kind of actress she is the kind of person she is she was best suited yeah but now it's like that's hard because i think she said something too like every year it's like you look at the pilot season and there's two three roles for you at all. Yeah. yeah. So you have to think about someone like Megan Good, who's pretty specific as an actress because she is so like cool and hot and like chill and laid back. You don't really see her do a lot other than that. Like she probably has to fucking fight and struggle for parts. I don't know, man. You think, or not saying that, that's not true. I'm just thinking of Zoe Kravitz, who you think is right. yeah. the epitome of, cool. of fucking cool and yeah. hot. Yeah. And she's had every role in the world, and I want to watch her to the end of days. Yeah, yeah, she fucking books her Down. ass off. Yeah, God. she books on books on books on books. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. also though that's such an important thing, and it's so hard because especially like when you come in the stand up world where it's like such a singular thing. But what I think about a stand up besides being on stage, and I love my guy friends, but the most thing that I think about what I'm grateful for is the women that I have yeah. become friends with. And even this year, and as you get older and you're like, wow, I'm doing this really wild thing, probably sacrificing a lot of, like I would have been married young with kids and all this right, shit. Right, right, right. I'm really sacrificing for this thing in life that I believe in. And these women that I am so lucky to be friends with and these stand-ups and, you know, other comedians, the smartest, most kind, yeah. loyal People who understand you in a way that is unparalleled and will never be experienced. It's the most beautiful thing that I feel so lucky to every day have. I can't even, and make me such a better person. And it's just like, I think when I think of any of us getting any success, we all get success. Truly. You're gonna make me cry. That's that's yeah. And no, it's about like. believing that and letting that be the energy that you lead with, because that is contagious. I think the second you walk into a room and you throw a, get a look over your shoulder, that energy is out there. Yeah. And I think like it has been getting better. Like the communities are strong. You know what I mean? You don't see. I think because people have started to call out like the bullshit a little bit more and say, no, it's not our problem 
that th- that the situation is a toxic one. Yep. It's like the situation's problem. Like let's let's all like work to change this and support each other. But just to like bring these two pieces together and to bring up a lazy example, it's like whenever Joel and I go out for the same fucking shit all the time, it's not like oh Joel Kim Booster. Joel Kim Booster, sorry, uh, another gay Asian comedian. Um uh whenever we go out for the same things, it's not like a there's an eye rolling moment where it's like, oh of course we're up for this. But it's like there's no contention. There's no acrimony there it's just like okay if either of us book this Mm -hmm. then like we've only ever been supportive for each other when like those kinds of things have like played out and to zoom out of that all the all the fucking gay men in new york go for the same shit like and it's right but then there's no like yeah but then like by some miracle it's because of those it's because of this community where people where, where we've sort of caught up to that and gotten smart about that where it's like we are able to Get ahead of that and not let those feelings get in the way and just be supportive of whatever happens and, and what uh, whatever success uh, falls on any of our, our friends. And that's what makes me fucking, not to be like, ooh, 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 pat ourselves on the back, but that's what makes me proud of like the I don't think so honey shows. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that's literally 50 or 100 people now we've had on the shows who on any other bill would be the only person. Like oh, that's that's different. Though. Oh yeah, all the fucking washed out. Well, you can't you can't have more than show. two gay people. Yeah, on the, yeah. you know what you I know? mean. Like, and that's just goes to show. I I left the stage and someone said to me, they were like, "It's so crazy that people say they can't find diversity because you could just look at the show and there's like literally dozens of people." The people that I saw and learned of from your guys' show, and it's so cool. And also, just that's the best thing about booking your own show. Yeah. And like, I love doing that because I don't think of the like. Oftentimes I'm like, who do I think is the funniest? And then yeah. I can easily yeah. have an all gay lineup without even thinking about right, it. Right, right, right. But that's you know the like I am very the people that I think are innovative and that I'm interested in in right now that I'm like want to hear. Yeah. Okay. That guy. Yeah, that guy. That guy. That no. guy. Yeah, I hear, like, this, you know, stand-up, you, it's just, like, I love hearing the different shit, and, like, right. it's so, it's so refreshing and fun for me. Yeah. Like, it just feels, I love it. I love it. And what? every now and then there's a straight white who will, um, who will get me. Not saying that the straight whites aren't good. <laughs> Have we talked about this? Matt and I love one person. Who who does who is like a little throwback to the old school? Oh but yeah, I know I know who you're talking like about. Martin, Urbano, Martin Urbano or Martin Urbano. Martin Urbano, truly legendary. Yeah, just he just so, moved here this yeah. year from Chicago or something. No, from Austin. So and goddamn funny. He it's was. Crazy. I was so fucking terrified of having to follow him because. Uh-huh. He's just bam, 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 bam. Yeah. And he's so fucking... Fr- I mean, And so nice. The nicest yes, guy, too. Yes. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's incredible. And I was just praying that I didn't have to follow him. He, I'm it's, sure you killed. I mean, she was amazing of and course, great. But the thing was. is, like, yeah, he is one of those, like, he's just, like, totally something different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, you see that and you're like, yeah, fucking more of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And... That's that's just cool, and then God. to see his success after that, like unbelievable, it's so, so cool. So that's funny. the kind of thing. And also, like <laughs> I'll say again, about him. I'll say again, one of the SNL hires we just found out about it too, who fucking destroyed JFL is Sam, Sam J. Yeah. and that's some that's someone that you've never seen anything like. No, no, and that's you know Completely what I mean. Like thing. it's just it's just very cool. So just like yeah, just wanting like people to catch up on the fact that like like. You have no idea 
what you're a fan of because you haven't even seen it yet. Exactly. Like, you've, you've never seen a show with like more than one gay. So that so it's a shame when people walk away from the shows and are like, oh, the gay guy was was funny and they didn't even know their name. Oh. Like sometimes it's like when there's more than one gay on, you have to know their names because you have to know how to tell them apart when you talk about it later. A hundred percent. And yeah. also, um. Like, people just don't, that aren't familiar with comedy, they have very little frame of reference. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, I mean, and I'm sure this happens to you in whatever capacity, right, yeah, the same course. thing, yeah, yeah. but, like, people are like, oh, like, they'll always drop Amy Schumer in with me uh, just because yeah. I have blonde hair. Yeah. God. And so they'll be like, oh, either it's, like... You know, I love that you're trying to do the Amy Schumer thing Ugh. when I literally, I could not. If you heard her stand-up <laughs> and my stand-up, nothing. No. You literally nothing, nothing in common. Nothing comparable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, so they'll lazy. put her down or they'll say she's better than me. There's just, they'll they'll be like, I like you so much better than her. Or, like, God, you're an crazy. Amy Schumer wannabe, point? like, or something. So, like, it's always, that's just the one woman blonde that they know yeah. and so but they just don't know like so you know. lazy yeah. so fucking lazy <laughs> and you also hear about like it's amazing too like you hear about other comics that like they let that get to them and then they get vicious right you know what I mean like yeah yep 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 oh boy not to like blow her up even more that she's been blown up but she did deserve it but like I can't imagine that like Eliza's Eliza. like pleasant to be around when the topic of Amy Schumer comes up sure you know what I mean like I'm sure that's fucking I, crazy I will just say this like a fucking shady bitch say it if you spend an interview shitting you on other women spend yeah, an yeah. interview shitting on your fucking own kind in your own community yeah you're gonna get what you deserve of course it's 100% gonna come back around Blair do you do World War II jokes <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, don't fucking answer that. That's that, that's a fucking reference. <laughs> um, I don't, and so I'm not a real comedian. No, but I like to spend my days pretending. <laughs> See, this is the thing about Blair, and this is like I think this is why you're able to talk so deeply and at such length about this is because I think you are so aware of your place in in this industry, and I, that that sounds that sounds weird, but I just think. You just know yourself. You know what you want. You know where you are. You know where you're going to go. And that is so cool because I think that is something that even I don't even have. That is something that not a lot of people have. Wow, that is that. the nicest thing in the world because, you know, you don't feel that way ever, which is so crazy to me because I have followed you guys probably before we had even met. Oh, my God. Oh, no. no. Yes. Yes. But then, but then, but then, like, I that, go to it. I was going to both of your shows before I think we'd even met. But then we, we, we were following each other on like social media and oh. all, all that stuff before we had even met for sure. But I don't even know. I come from like, I think, an athlete mentality. And my dad is like this self made, like, you work for everything you get type thing. And, mm -hmm. and athletes, you know, you have a bad game and you still have to fucking play the next day. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing anything more than I'm going to try my hardest. Be nice to people. I'm going to fuck up a lot. Who yeah. knows? I'm doing the best I can every day. I don't know my place at all. I just hope and keep going. Oh, I, I don't think that's true because the fact that you're able to talk about yourself and the community. Don't so you tell her what she knows and doesn't bitch, know. Bitch, I'm trying bitch. to compliment her. You shut no, up. No, it's so oh beautiful. I compliment. <laughs> you um, wait, I, so you say you come from like an athletic mentality. Yeah. So surfing competitively, was your dad like a coach type? 
dad? Oh, 100%, but not me. My brother. Right. Oh, got it. So <laughs> great. My dad was a varsity football and baseball coach. <gasps> Matt. Yeah. Oh, and my so God. And so I've identified with you when you say the kind of you, you approach it like an athlete thing. Yeah. Because – a big like way in for my dad for me with like the comedy and acting and like you know entertainment industry thing yeah. is kind of like thinking about it like like but when I'm getting ready for a show he's treats me very much like like when I was getting ready to run like a track meet or something or like warming up what or does something he do? he's like yeah you got to get in your he's like very like you know he gets he gets it and relates to it in that way 100% and it's it's so it's so interesting to see this replace that in my life in a way. Yeah. Absolutely. My dad texts me, and granted, my parents have never seen my stand-up, any of my TV stuff. Really? Nothing. Uh-huh. They fully support me now because they realize it's something I am doing, but yeah. it's like their biggest nightmare, right. whatever. So they've never seen anything, but my dad will text me. But if I have like a big show or something, he'll text me, remember even Kobe Bryant gets nervous before a big game. <laughs> Even Kobe. Even Kobe. That's so funny. That's so sweet. It is sweet. It's so funny because, like, I used to watch all these sports and stuff. Because, and, like, I didn't really realize it, but it was just to connect in my family. Like, yeah, and yeah. as soon as I moved to New York, like, I never watched sports again. <laughs> but, like, I, <laughs> it's funny because you're just like, okay, this is my family. This is the way. Th- they will never understand yeah. this whole side of me or, uh, you know. Yeah, no. So that's, that's like, so the funny. way we connect. That's why you relate. Yeah. yeah. See, we were, ugh, man, it's, it's, my dad used to say, you know, Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. My dad says that to me. Yeah, one million times. That's... and I think it's like I think he thinks he made it up. Maybe he did, but but he would like write it down as an affirmation, and that is also a thing. Like my dad, like he was he would teach like um, little league camps, and he would write down like an affirmation every day, and that in its own way is like kind of religious in a way. Right. I'm or like just, ritualistic. You know what I mean? Like repeating mantras. Uh, yeah, amazing. So yeah. effective. I'm just trying to break down the syntax of this. Hard work beats talent <laughs> when <laughs> talent doesn't work hard. So he's saying when you're talented but lazy, you have to work hard. No. <laughs> you are I, deliberately I, misunderstanding. I know what, no, I know I am deliberately misunderstanding this, but I'm just trying to like get to the bottom of like the logic of He's the saying that it wouldn't I know what matter. he's saying. Okay, go. It wouldn't matter <laughs> if you were talented if you didn't k- keep working as if you had something to prove. It's so true okay. though. Like don't you really yeah. like I mean, don't you feel that way? There's so of course. M- don't you know the most talented people in our community who should like who yeah. are lazy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And oh, then people that me. work so hard. <laughs> yeah, right, Bowen. <laughs> And then people that work so hard who... you If you have all the talent in the world, great. That means that you better work hard. I see what he's saying. Yes. Uh, no, no, hold on, hold on. Just syntactically, on, <laughs> on, the, on, on the sentence he's level. He's making fun of my No, dad. I'm not making fun of your dad. He's saying <laughs> hard work beats talent as opposed to talent not working hard. I when, like, like vis-a-vis talent not working you, hard. Why don't you say it this way? When talent doesn't, doesn't work, work hard, hard, hard workers no, 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 I'm gonna beat say this. talented people. With a talented person who doesn't work hard, the another person 
who is. Well, you can't put that on a poster, bitch. Fine, fuck you. You can't fit that on a poster, <laughs> on a Whatever. goddamn poster. Here's the thing. You Rule got... number 71 of culture. culture. It has, has to, to fit, fit on a poster. poster. <laughs> Look, I will say this. Um, I love it. Both of you guys have, have these um, like amazing, hardworking athlete parents. Um, the way the way things were ingrained into me with work ethic were, were my two very scientific parents, academic parents who like would pep talk me like before standardized tests, mm. and we're just very scientific about it. And like with like stuff that's been happening with me with with stuff recently where I've like gone in for stuff, like my dad will just be like, "Yeah, just go in and do well." Like it's as if that's a given. As if like that's there's like not doing well is not an option, which is healthy but not healthy at the same time right. and like I yeah like hearing you guys talk about your your dad's like this is like very cool but also on the other hand I think there's like there's also merits to like the other the alternative the other side of that corner where it's like your parents are just like you will do well and um, failure is not an option well I'm just I, in, a war, in, in a warm loving right, way yeah. that, and I'd rather have that than the parents that are like and you know God bless these parents you probably raised your children to be lovely people but the people that are like do your best and that's okay. And if it doesn't matter, that's all right. <laughs> My dad would never say that. I remember I was in like a real slump in baseball and I was sitting in the car like moping and I turned to my dad and I'm like, I don't know, I'm in a slump. And he's like, well, that's because like you suck right now. <laughs> he's like, you're not, you're like, your swing is like horrible. It's like you haven't learned anything. Oh my God. It's, I'm, it, you literally look like a mess. I don't think I would have been able to live through any of that with my, with, if my father were my coach. Oh. No, I mean, I also understand like culturally, like that's like, it was it was different like my yeah. <laughs> you sure. know what i mean like you yeah. probably understand what i'm saying i do completely my dad the same shit like god bless him really good dad but you know he's a fiery man he's definitely walked out of the gym before when i wasn't playing well um, yeah 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 but, but i'm the type of person now yeah. like i am to myself yeah obviously i'm going to prepare and work as hard as i can but i'm saying if I fuck up or bomb, I did the best I could. All good. And and yeah. that's that's a place you can get to when you know well it's like, okay, well I'll walk out of here and it'll be it'll be up to me how I deal with it. It's like you you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like that's kinda like yeah, it's like, well that's part of it. You know what I mean? I will do better next time because that sucked. I'm learning and I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. I'm pre if I'm preparing the best I can and I'm doing the best I can, that's the best I can do. And if you know what your best is, then yeah. it's fine. Also, like, I only know as much as I know. Yeah. Like, I have to fuck up in order to learn. But also when I'm going in for auditions, which uh -huh. I don't audition that much, but, right. like, when I go in, I have this thought, like, okay, I'm not a size zero. Mm. That is what sometimes my negative thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, and then I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I can just be as good as I can be, and right. then we'll see what happens. And Boy. that's when you're thankful for the fact that you worked hard to get there. Because at least you look around, and, like, if the fucking... Sometimes I'll get sent in for these things, and, like... Like I'll look around and these other guys around me are like fucking knockouts. Like I'm just like these. Oh, I, there's up, there's no way. No 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 no. Because there's no way. Like because if you put me in a room with like Chris Hemsworth, it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? Like it's like you look around and it's like oh well, it literally doesn't matter. Like why not him? Like gr like girls are gonna be like learning to masturbate to that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> but, I, I I was like I would cast him. Does but it's it... again you put your right. That's what yeah. I try to do. Put yeah. my head down. I, these other people, Chris Hemsworth and 
you know, whatever. Kate Bosworth. Kate Bo- <laughs> Bosworth is not in the audition room with me. Ah. So yes. all I can do, yesterday I auditioned for trashy, white trash Florida surfer who steals a lot. You, I think you tweeted Honestly, that. I, I thought it was a I joke. Ho- I, think I, think you, I think you should book. My How did friend, you feel about it? I, I think it went really well. I, yes. I, I ran my scenes, then went to the... Um, went to the elevator, had my dirty trucker hat on from that I got in um that I had in a party bag from a surf contest years ago. They came back, came out and grabbed me and said, "Hey, can we run it again without the hat?" <laughs> Which, but you—that's t- good. That's good though. They wanted to see more. They wanted you. to see it without the hat. And honestly, can we talk about the hat for a second? Because Blair pulls that look off with. Yeah, you fucking rock that hat. <laughs> because it's genuine. You cannot do it <laughs> no. in a contrived. You cannot you come cannot. contrived with the backwards hat or the forward hat. Rule you number cannot. 15, honey. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> come contrived. <laughs> you cannot come contrived. <laughs> it's so natural. It's not forced. It is organic. I oh, mean, honestly, yeah. it's trashy, but sometimes it's who I am with some greasy roots. Oh, but you know what? There's nothing like it. <laughs> there's, there's nothing like it. Because I feel like if you're going to come in and you feel like, uh, like, I didn't really, I, like, I didn't shower today or, like, I, I don't, like, this isn't my day, I do sometimes like to lean into it. Yeah. Oh, you know absolutely. what I mean? Put the hat on, bitch. Put that t-shirt on. Jimmy, I have a Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett t-shirt. Absolutely. And I rock it. Absolutely, I love a jogger mm-hmm. with a maybe a crop sweatshirt yeah. and a hat. Mm-hmm. You know, where do you like to go to vacation? Well, my family vacation. Hot <laughs> producer Joe knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> my family vacation. Growing up, we drove. This was before when it was safe. We drove down to like far down the Mexican pe- the Baja Penin- Peninsula. Baja Peninsula several times a year with a. <laughs> Big trailer full of shit, and we would just like stop at various Mexican villages, and we would, you know, fish and eat lobster and get stomach sick, and you know, it was good. That sounds very, that sounds outrageous. That sounds very cool. Yeah, then we had to stop when things started get going down, but yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, we'll sure. You ever go to I don't know Disneyland? Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. How you feel about that? I love Disneyland. You yeah. probably guessed that from who I am. I that's why I ask. <laughs> yeah. You were so close to Anaheim. I was. So you <laughs> had a season pass. Um only I didn't actually because I my parents hated it. Your parents hated it? Yeah, but our best family friends loved it, so I got to go <gasps> all the time with them. Oh. And then I had this shady older boyfriend once that bought me a season pass, and we would like go a lot <laughs> in high school. It was weird. Wait I wish minute. that was my boyfriend. Sometimes, though, Matt, what? a season pass can be a, a trap in a prison. What maybe, are you saying? Maybe Blair's ex-boyfriend was trying to keep her close by buying her a season pass. Oh, for sure. Oh he my was. God! It's like when it's like when you think your boyfriend might leave you, so you like buy a house. Yeah, you get pregnant. Yeah. Kylie! Oh my god. Kylie. Did yeah, I guess we eat? should talk about Kylie. But also, no, 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 bigger Chloe. Bo- Kylie! 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 Isn't that insane? It's almost like it was planned. It's oh. almost. Okay. 
<laughs> so much happened this year where I had to face, come to face reality, which has been, you know, the cloak has been lifted. Yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, we definitely have had a year. We've had a year. Yeah, I, okay, I might be bi, um, and I have a type. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to say I might be biased, and you, like, had to catch nope. your breath, but you felt like you said I might be bi, and bi. I was like, oh, great. Bi, bi, I've never hooked up with a woman, yeah. a woman that I'm attracted <laughs> to. Um, yeah, okay. And like Very a certain cool. t- no, but it's horrible because I see them through the male gaze, which is deplorable. Oh yeah, yeah. I just, oh, it's not just you're me. not alone. You're not alone. I like these women with huge asses <laughs> and huge tits, like insane. Which also makes me sick in hot producer Joe because <laughs> I spent my whole life like wanting to be so thin yeah. and now these women that I want to fuck yeah. don't look anything like this you know this body that I wanted to hate so bad Ugh, no that no that that's just it's, your that's just your um what you're attracted to that's all just equilibrating and I think it's okay I don't I don't I wouldn't see that as you uh looking at other women through the male gaze I don't think that I also think everyone in their heart is disgusting if <laughs> if you saw the way that I literally will be walking on the street, and when I see a hot guy, I will turn around and watch them walk away. Like, yeah, Matt's it's little... crazy. I'm bad. I can't I should be... the girl is skinny with small boobs in a I should God, be in jail. Boy. One time, I, I literally one time saw Jonathan Groff on the street. And Jonathan Groff is my dream. Like, he, one, I, right? I, do, I am in love with him. Right. Number one. And I wa- he was walking past me on the street, and I literally just like kept looking, and he was walking down the street, and I just stopped and watched <laughs> him go. It was so bad. I was like, if anyone saw this right now, or if he turned around and saw me, like literally stopped on University <laughs> Place, like just like literally gawking, I would I should be in prison. Yeah, yeah. I should be straight up in you jail. Should be. Yeah, but it's crazy <laughs> because like you think about like these straight men and like the way they like when whenever a straight man is like looking at a woman or gawking at a woman I give him the dirtiest look I'm like excuse me we can all fucking see yeah, you how dare and you. you're disgusting meanwhile there's <laughs> me like staring at Jonathan Groff's like ass no when gay men do it too I fucking hate it yeah I I'll should look be in over jail at, well, I'll look over at like a pack of gays <laughs> at, like at like low T on Fire Island and I'll be like you animal <laughs> we are animals though I want to say rule number 132 of culture we are <laughs> animals though <laughs> That's true. That is the truth. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to discriminate against skinny women. All I'm saying, though, is that you better show me your papers as natural. Oh! Ooh, wow. If it's natural. Show me the papers. Show me the papers. Um, yes, bitch. Just kidding. No, no, no. I celebrate you and your fast metabolism. <laughs> but here's the deal. I feel like my type is personally changing to where now I can't even say that I have one. I just literally there you am go. attracted that is to the what goal. I'm attracted to. And that's that. And what... You know? Oh, boys, I had to disagree. Ah! You, are, you have I a type? Have... You have a type. No, my type historically has been charisma. Oh. X Factor? Uh-huh. X Factor. X Factor, there is no rhyme or reason or. She loves stars. She loves the stars. <laughs> but, uh. But that's not a type, that's on a physicality. No, because then, like, all my girlfriends are like, really? You know? And then. And then I'm like, but I just, I'm so connected. He's that, got that je ne sais quoi. Oh, je, je ne sais quoi. Yeah, the je ne sais quoi can take it a long way. It's why whenever, it. it's why whenever I watch The Voice, I get a Woody for Adam Levine. Okay. He Me has a too, je ne sais Matt? quoi. Yeah, I mean, absolutely didn't even care for him until I saw that show, and then I saw 
the humanity yeah i saw <laughs> this is insane i saw the, the fucking charm i know the, hu- the, the sense wit? of humor i know the wit no, yeah no, i love adam nice. levine i do no. but can i say i've actually been jerking it to adam levine since a young age we high-fived. I love Maroon 5. Unironically, I want to say that and expose myself to the listeners. Did you ever see the video for This Love? <laughs> I love it, and I love that song. Okay, when he's like... Cause he, he <laughs> knew, is disgusting. No, he's, no, he's judging. I'm not judging. I used to. I was obsessed with It Won't Be Soon Before Long, their second album. Yeah, that was really good. Top to bottom, all killer, no filler. But I just... <laughs> I want to say... You keep going. I, I Yeah, okay. Adam Levine. I'm attracted to him. him. Okay, that's why, fine. What don't you know about him? And of course, we know that Adam Levine is like literally like to anyone with a sense, pretty much a national punchline. But sure, sure, go on. No, he's celebrated the world over. He's right, fine. but like to our comedian friends, like you say Adam Levine in a room and literally everyone laughs. No, I don't think that's necessarily true. I love how these people who like sleep on trash bags are laughing at Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> Platinum artist married to a model with a gorgeous baby. I mean, we're no position. You're right, Blair. We're in no position to laugh at him. I don't. I don't think that happens. Can you talk about your feelings about Adam Levine and your feelings about us saying we like him? Well, first, I I think I'm trying to negotiate two things. One, my overall indifference towards Adam Levine. Like, I don't care that he exists okay. anymore and two whether or not that's like creeping into like full on like distaste because I feel like him on The Voice granted I've, I haven't seen that much of The Voice but Matt and I watched it last night the premiere episode and it was I loved it and was so moved but all I care about the only pe- person I care about I don't even say Miley because whatever I like Miley I like only him. person I care about is Jennifer Hudson and she's only been on this season Wait, so, is she a judge? She's a judge she's a now. On the, on the season, I yeah. think it's really Wait, good. Wait, so is Gwen not a judge then? No. She does <gasps> it like she's every out. other couple seasons. So this year, it's Blake and Adam do every single season, and the girls rotate out. So right Alicia. now, it's Miley Cyrus and Jennifer Hudson, and next fall, next spring, the next season is going to be Kelly Clarkson and, and Alicia Keys. Oh, and Alicia Keys. And then, I don't know what they're doing the year after that, but I believe Gwen Stefani will be back. I think the girls now are going to be in rotation, unless Jennifer yes. Hudson or Kelly Clarkson are, like, huge hits, and then they'll keep them. But Christina Aguilera, too, comes back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love the it. The fucking drama of the chair spin? Yeah. Love Genius. it. Genius. Genius. It's so um, dramatic. Christina Aguilera, I mean, no, thank you. <laughs> I always, th- I, I always give respect to Christina Aguilera because she, she was truly it for me when I was like set eight years old. Okay, she came along when there wasn't a pop star with any yeah, gusto, yeah. with any real Britney. pipes. Yeah. But I mean, truly. <laughs> There's no place. There is just nothing behind those eyes. There you go. Wow. We'll see. I think there is, and I think it's and you know meanness. This, this <laughs> score, this score has been officially settled at, at Christy Cello and Matteo Lane's show, Battle of the Divas. There was a Britney versus Christina show. Matt represented Christina. I represented Britney. I roundly lost. I won. And I am ashamed. But Matt's argument was, uh, Matt's whole thing was very- Sex positive. Was very ad hominem. It was very personal. He attacked me. I came out as a proud- S-L-U-T, but you didn't sex need- positive, talented, talented bitch. Which is great, which is one thing, but it's another thing entirely for you to 
attack me as someone who you called me old yeah. and irrelevant. Bowen is famously younger than me. And Matt's whole argument was that I was, I like Britney was old and somehow he won. No, 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 no. I, first of all, I was, in, it was entirely a argument about my own and no. uh, Christina's own Which talent. Which is fine, but then you dragged positive, me into that. And Britney Spears said she was a virgin and was a liar. Because her career would have dramatically changed if the second she said she lost her virginity. She was she was looking out for herself, and you cannot fault her for that. I and know, you, Bowen. I can fault you for calling me old. How dare you? You look so old. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. You look like a fresh daisy. I had no idea what I was bringing up. <laughs> I should have known from the hard eye contact that Matt Blair. gave me when the name Christina first <laughs> left my lips. Blair, here's the thing. The fact of the matter is the show is over and the votes have been tallied and I fucking won and Christina fucking won. So unless he wants a rematch with another pair of pop stars, that's going to have to be Bowen's Cross the Bear. The fact that he couldn't bring it home for Britney. Um, Matt, I just want to say at least Britney doesn't feel the deep lacking within herself to do a da 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 every twenty seconds to make up for some sort of deep, deep gaping emotional hole inside Britney Spears herself. is one big emotional hole she <laughs> bitch can't even walk by herself look at her Instagram oh so look at, she look... walks on her fucking no. hands across football <laughs> fields can Christina do that no Christina has to go about living to. on the rolling chair her whole life sliding through the room diva oh my god that's a diva Britney Spears look at her Instagram look at her fashion shows you'll see She's a lot this has been resurrected in a bikini body which She's is not happy. how I rate success or happiness <laughs> you know what let's table this conversation let's move on let's move on to I don't think so honey here we okay. go now Blair this is a segment in our show which has actually been um, come to be known as one of the more popular segments of our show. One of the only. Yeah, it was one of the only <laughs> segments of our show. We tried another one once, and we didn't <clears throat> like doing it. Oh, dear. And so we have, I don't think so, honey, it's one minute to reel against culture, mm -hmm. and um, it's our time to go negative. And uh, Bowen, yeah, no. I think that you should start, since I famously started the last of uh, course. Uh, dozens. Will you keep Will you keep time for me? I will. Okay. <laughs> I will keep time. I'm happy to do that. And this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. And it's time. Starts now. I Don't Think So Honey soft veggie burgers. Bitch, I ordered a, a veggie burger from Dumbo Kitchen right around the corner from where we record after the gym because I wanted a healthy meal. And look, the second I bit down into it, the fucking burger patty gushed out from the sides like a fucking fruit <gasps> gusher. It's, it's structurally unsound food. And I cannot be made to eat something like that that will just fall apart and it doesn't have the architecture to be a real food, a real burger. Honey, 30 seconds. I want the illusion of a real burger and you are not giving me that illusion. You are not making me feel like I'm eating an actual burger but I'm actually eating something much healthier and bitch, I want to eat a healthy meal and you're making me feel like a fool, like a foolish fool for eating a veggie burger. 15 seconds. I want, fool. put a fucking egg in that so you can seal the whole thing together after you fry it because bitch, I don't know who your cooks are back there but they are not five seconds they are not bringing home the bacon which i love because it's meat bitch i don't think so honey that's one vegetables minute. in general <laughs> wow 
That was an attack on veggie burgers that are too soft. Too soft. Has that happened to you guys? Um, I they fall apart. I eat just a regular burger. So do I, but bitch, every now and then I want to be a little good for myself. Same with me. I like to fuck with a veggie burger even though I'm famously a meat eater. <laughs> and if they serve up a soft one, I'm not pleased. No, thank you. How to be a beefy woman? Don't yeah. eat a veggie, burger. A veggie burger. Eat a full burger. You heard it here. Okay, okay I have a good Matt one. Matt Rogers says, I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, laundry machines. Bitch, you need to start taking dollars. Oh. Stop it, laundry machines, and this, and this quarters only. First of all, bitch, how come we haven't updated it so that I can't use change to build up to the amount you need to use? Why is it quarters only, bitch? I don't think so, honey. Everyone is on the dollar now. <laughs> the world is on the dollar. They are not on the quarter. It is time to end this plague on America, which is causing us to go down to our local stores, our local delis, and ask them to change out our dollars for quarters. It's inconveniencing them. It's inconveniencing us. It's slowing down the process of getting our clothes washed and dry. I don't think so, honey. I want a machine that takes my single dollar, and I want a machine that takes my $5 bill, and eventually I want a a machine that takes my $20 bill with Harriet Tubman on it. I don't think so, honey, laundry machine. That's one minute. Wow, you want to pay $20 to a laundry machine. I'm just saying I want the option to be able to put in any bill I choose and then spit back change properly. I don't think it's funny every time I have to go down there and be using quarters. I don't think it's funny at all. There you go. And also, quarters, here's the thing with them, as I found out today. Sometimes the metal of the quarter gets a little melted and misshapen and you put it in the machine and it gets stuck in the machine because the quarter is in a perfect shape. And so we need to do away with this quarters. Thank you, Matt. That is his platform. (laughs) Okay, this is the cause. George Clooney for president, by the way, 2020. 2020, he might run. Okay, Um, this is Blair Saki's I Don't Think So, Honey. Blair, are you ready? Mm -hmm. This is Blair's I Don't Think So, Honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. FaceTime. Oh, oh really? Oh, you think that you are going to get to see my face <laughs> in the interior of my own home when I'm locked up in my dungeon trying to be personal with myself? You think you can fucking FaceTime me? Oh, oh yeah. Like, I don't have Aquaphor all over <laughs> my dried out skin so that it is in healing time it's in repair it's in repose 30 seconds and you want to violate me by seeing me with my aquavore face and my hair in this scrunchie and aquavore on my lips too don't even forget about it no that is what text message is for you're trying to be egregious you're trying to violate me you're trying to see me when I'm not supposed to be seen. Oh. When I'm not trying to have my face out in the world. My face Five is seconds. always out in the world. I don't think so, honey. FaceTime. FaceTime. Don't FaceTime me, bitch. Oh, that's <laughs> one minute. Oh, I think you you really took that to task, bitch. You, know you are being egregious. Quote Blair Saki. <laughs> you know who always wants to FaceTime? This one. The bitch to my right. <laughs> always FaceTime. All my friends want to do it. And he FaceTimes me on the do la de la who on the do da all the do da day. But you always do la de la who on the do da he da on the do da day. I'm the more vulnerable one in that situation. I look like a fucking Jawa the Jabba. Every time we do FaceTime, I comment on how bad I look. 
You look fine. I, I look horrendous. You, ha- your jawline is discernible when we're on Facetime, and I collapse my fucking jaw into my rib. I have very tired and black eyes, and when and and whenever I look into no. the face of Facetime, I have to make an ugly face because I have to lean in. No, you don't. You shouldn't be looking at your own face when you're on Facetime. You should be looking at the face that's across the fucking receiver, that's on the fucking screen, bitch. When I'm trying to connect with a loved one, I don't want that connection to be mired with <laughs> what my own fucking face. Thank you, looks like. and it's distracting. It's so distracting. I can't even. I just want to connect with my friend on a pure level, yes. and not have to see what's going down. I'm truly. Well, a, I'm a texter. I'm a texter. Guys, I don't know. You're never going to fully be known to your loved ones without FaceTime. That's all I think. <laughs> Do you FaceTime your parents? All the fucking time, bitch. Rosebud told me something last night when I decided to take the night off and <laughs> have a half of it. Who's Rosebud? And Rosebud Baker, oh. incredible comedian oh, and yes. friend um, and woman. And... She FaceTimed me when she knew I was very vulnerable, eight episodes in to Transparent without even knowing what happened. Mm. Oh, wow. Told me, and I said, you know, you don't, I don't like it when you FaceTime me. And she said, but think about it like this. When you were eight years old, oh did God. you think that you would ever be able to be in different places than your friend and see them on a small device where you're talking to them? And my world broke open. <laughs> And I was like, you are seeing the beauty in life. See, but that's that's really, you're being egregious. <laughs> because that's to say that just because technology is there that we should use it. That's to say, that's like saying, hey, can you, would you ever even imagine drones? Yeah, but this isn't a positive way, but surely I was being manipulated, you're correct. Surely no, you no, were. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> know about this. Surely. <laughs> She's the best. I don't know about her. You know what? Tech, the tech world right now is going through some an identity crisis, but what will never go away is is engineers building good products that make people happy. FaceTime makes everybody the world over happy, honey. You know, Hillary. And no, let me finish. <laughs> okay. It's a product that is bringing good into the world, and you two pillorying this amazing. You know, Hillary? Pillorying this. This landmark technological <laughs> achievement. Steve Jobs unveiling the iPhone 4. Can you remember remember when the earth moved that day? How the world shook, how the tectonics of the world shifted. And you guys are you guys are desecrating that <laughs> legacy and I won't have any of it. I don't update my phone until I fucking absolutely have to. And that's my goddamn prerogative. Hillary Clinton says we shouldn't run from technology. We should find out a way to use it that doesn't harm us. That's paraphrasing. You, you are desecrating the words <laughs> of Hillary Clinton, my hero. She also said, it takes a town. It takes a town. <laughs> she also said, <laughs> um, after Trump gave his inauguration speech, quote, that was some weird shit, said George <laughs> W. Bush. I had to agree, which might be the whole line of the fucking book amazing that's real like she got real and she oh love it and i loved i loved when she quoted other people calling her a bitch because i was like yes never did this before you're doing it now i love it okay yeah here we go okay so 
this has been an amazing episode. I think this episode has been really eye-opening, and it was real in parts, and it was tender in parts, and it was hilarious in parts, and it was so fun. In and we parts. got into some little fights. <laughs> yeah, and also culture is about, um, you know, disagreeing and then coming to a certain place and then moving on from there. It's like a lot of fun and debate. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you are you a debater? No. I'm <laughs> furthest. <laughs> For this, I'm like, I'm exhausted. Where do you guys get the fucking energy? <laughs> I'd rather just disagree in private. Honestly, well, as I Chris- feel the same. I feel the same. I feel different because as Christina Aguilera once said, Thanks for making me fatter! Modulated mid-phrase. That's cool. Thanks for making me fatter! You went, Thanks for making me fatter! Loved it. Loved it. Boomer tripping over my body! What's the first word of that? Sweat, Sweat dripping over my oh, body. Oh, I said booby dripping over my body. <laughs> that would be weird. Sure. Hey. Hey. You know what? What? We ate all the M&Ms. We didn't even break into these oatmeal raisins, though. But that's okay. We're going to go eat the rest of these cookies, guys. We thank Blair. <gasps> it was the time of my life uh, and my wait. biggest honor. We, okay, I'm just going to talk about the Gaga documentary, but you know what? That's for another episode. It is, yeah. Just give a three-word review. Each of us. Yeah. That's my three-word review, is Gaga is each of us. <laughs> my heart exploded. Great. Love it. My review? Mm-hmm. Five foot two. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say rock star dream, but then I was like, fuck, that's only two words. <laughs> Five foot two, bitch. Okay. Five foot two. I said the first line of the documentary should have been, you know, I'm only five foot two. <laughs> People think I'm a lot taller. So stupid. <laughs> so, I thought that would have been hilarious. The actual first lines of the movie are, um, her first words are, Taylor and I are in a fight right now. <laughs> so that sucks. So that sucks. I love it. Maybe, Wait, I, maybe I'll go home she... and get totally stoned and watch it again. It's really good. Oh, I'm for sure going to watch it. What about when she was like, took off her top and she's like sorry I just I feel more comfortable oh, yeah that yeah, was that fucking was stupid I was like Gaga come on uh, I was like I'm so I'm going with you everywhere you wanna go <laughs> and I just feel more comfortable it's like no a producer told you to do that Gaga it's fine I was like well at least I know what my hero's nipples look like when I <laughs> fall down to pray I try to make the world seem better Lord show me the way to cut through all this worn out leather I've got a hundred million reasons to walk away Maybe I just need one good one good one Tell me that you'd be the good one good one Maybe I just need one good one to stay for your consideration, Grammys 2017. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.
There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 